welcome to Dear God Am I Funny, which may be turning into Dear God Am I Interesting, because this next guest is one of the most interesting, baddest, kindest, thoughtful individuals that I have had the pleasure to call friend and brother. Oh, fuck yeah. Mr. Andrew James West. About 16 and a half years ago, I drove across this great land with this motherfucker in pursuit of dreams, happiness, and shit tons of cash. Here is the most incredible individual I've met in my life. Andrew James West. Check those levels. Are we checking? Oh, we're fucking sexy today. Yeah, well, as long as... It's not making weird noises. We're Let good. Let me find that nice. Uh, I'm gonna just give you a low register. I'm gonna give you just a touch. Most of the time, I do no research on our guests. <laughs> Eric does all it's the research. Not most of the time. <laughs> Every time. You, don't you know, know Andrew and you know Brian, so that was it. <laughs> that was it. You didn't even know I was coming today. No. I, I, so, but the I've roles done my are research. A little bit reversed, but he always does research. So well, he's gonna done. know. I don't know what he's gonna know. You've done about 20 years of research at this point. That's right. But when you know so much about somebody, you then kind of forget something. Is that your excuse for not knowing anything about your good uh, is that, friend? Is that it's an you, ancient uh, Chinese proverb. Is that Once what you, you told know... your teachers in school about your, uh, your yeah, papers? Yeah, 100%. I researched so hard that I forgot. That I forgot everything. Yeah, pretty much. I feel That's like I Andrew's got to be closer to the mic. You think? I, uh, yeah. Let's turn them up a little bit. Maybe turn them up. Turn the gain on. Crank You're the up. red. I love when Derek does stuff Crank with the gain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still trying a, to figure out what that is outside are you of a, a laundry detergent. You're a gain guy, huh? You like the gain. Well, if you give too much gain, you're going to get that feedback. Yeah. I can't say I've ever messed with the gain too much. Do I need to start? You were in a punk band. I was. I was. We didn't pay attention to things like gain. Yeah. Hang on. Let me... Uh, let me Turn off the devices here. There you, go. you think the Ramones sat around going, too much gain? <laughs> 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 Only the bass player. What was the Didi, bass player? Didi, Didi was probably Only very Didi. concerned yeah. with, uh, with gain. I think so that's why they like ended gain, things. Yeah. Today we're going to have <laughs> coffee with our interview and see if we get some... <laughs> Andrew J. West. Andrew J. West. Good morning. Very excited. Yeah, good morning, even though whenever this gets online, it's any time of day or night. That's yeah. right. And it is ice cold today. Um, We're what's wishing it, everyone a good morning. What's no the J what stand for? James. Uh, the J is for James, which is my father's name. James West is my dad. Hi, Dad. Jimmy. Um, is he still alive? He's still alive. Oh, oh yeah. good. Yeah, he's... Uh, Jimmy. He's, Kicking it in uh, Northwest Indiana, where I'm where I'm from. Um, oh, sorry, I had to. And you and Derek, you bit. and Derek um, grew up together. No, yeah? well, no, we didn't. We didn't grow up together. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm finding my finding my find <laughs> zone. position here. Um, no, we met uh, in college. So have uh, you have you not been to the used car lot where he grew up? I have never seen the used car lot. I so badly want to see the used car lot. It doesn't exist anymore. I went back there recently. When All did, gone. When, did, when was it? Eastgate's there, but the trailer and the the whole world, they it's just kind of gone. When did that happen? They, they, I'd say probably five, six years ago. 
But they didn't, you know, I didn't. Yeah, know. once Derek's name started getting has, at it has there, the they blew up that used car lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, this guy. Yeah, has it reached, I mean, I, you haven't known Derek quite as long, but has, has it reached legendary status in your mind? Like in my mind, me? it has. It really had. like, I need to. I, I think it's a fascinating tale. I mean, Derek's talked about, you know, uh, doing a show or something about the parking lot. We, you know, the, you, the used car <laughs> lot, whatever it is. The now, that's the show. ending. Don't give away that, the ending. That would sell in a second in any in any pitch room, right? It's a show about a parking yeah. lot. It's Joni Mitchell room. sang about it Yeah, because they paved paradise. And they put up a parking lot. <laughs> and that's where we're going. And that paradise it. was... That's all you need. The used car lot. everything from Joni. Yeah. Uh, you started talking to me about this car lot show right when we moved here, 16 years ago. 16 years ago. Because, I mean, you had told me... I, I we'd only I actually known each other for a year at that point. We met in two thousand five. Yeah. Uh, so I, you met at college. In college, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. My yeah senior year. We played uh, best friends in a play. <laughs> what play? The Sub- Odd Couple. Suburbia. Suburbia. Oh. By Eric Bogosian. Yeah. Um, we did. You know. You know what our first interaction was actually. Well, I'm I like sure hearing it from you. This was our first interaction. I. Uh, I had never done a play before. I had never, like, this was a brand new experience for me. And we, it, we show up at the table read, and uh, I didn't know anybody. And this is during college. This is during college, yeah, my senior year of college. Um, and we, we're doing the table read. You know, everything's great. I'm, I kind of don't know what I'm doing. I'm sort of lost and kind of just, like, monot- you know, in, in sort of a monotone, just, like, reading the lines off the page. <laughs> Derek's killing it. Uh, we take a break. You know, this is like probably halfway through the script or whatever, and I and uh, piss break, and I go to the bathroom. I'm standing at the urinal, and then Derek comes sidling up next to me. And <laughs> it was says, a very uh, tight bathroom. <laughs> too. It was tight. It was tight. You know, it wasn't just elbows. We were probably rubbing hips at this yeah, point. I mean, that we, was were, a we got hip nice, rubbing nice urine. Com- I'm I'm looking straight ahead. My eyes are just. I'm staring at that <laughs> yeah. wall. By the way, <laughs> I love bathrooms like that, which are usually at stadiums. Oh yeah. So it's really gross, guys. Yeah, and like everybody is just yeah, yeah, and you're all touching and hips. You're, and you're feeling a little. You might feel a little splash. And you're oh, trying, oh yeah, for you're sure. Trying, like gut uh, on the you're forearm. Trying to, you're you're trying to tell yourself that you're not feeling that. It's all in your mind, but you are. Um, <laughs> but so he came up. He sidled up next to me, and he said, uh, "He said, brother. I don't know if he actually started with brother. In my memory is, brother. We're playing best friends in this play." So I think we need to become best friends in real life. <laughs> and are you like, let me t- put my, my dick away and then <laughs> contemplate your offer? <laughs> I was like, we are at our most vulnerable when our dicks are out. Yeah. That was so the now's the time. To, That's, and I understood. Now's the time to strike. And I understood. You're like Marlon Brando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you. Pulled yeah. a page from his book. Yeah. He did that on the uh, Island of Dr. Moreau with Val Kilmer. He sidled up next to Val Kilmer in the urinal. Oh, really? No. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine? He, you could have kept going. You well, I mean, kept going. It, it's not outside the realm of positive. I, I could see it. I can imagine it. Yeah, and then from there, we were like, well, listen, we got to be method. So did you never you act? Do. So I never as, had a choice in the matter. Did you never act as a kid um, or anything? Not really. No. I was fucking terrified of it. I So I did, when I was a kid, when I was like 10... I mean, this was like 93 or 94 or something. We would get, uh, we'd take my grandmother's big ass camcorder, like one of those big bastards that you got to like, oh, yeah, shoulder, you know. And we would, my friends and I would make little videos, like 
you know, sketch videos and stuff. And, and I was like very involved in that. I would write the sketches and I would always want to be in them. But that was for my friends, like for people that I was uh, close to and comfortable with. I didn't even really want to show them to anybody. I was like sort of nervous and embarrassed. What inspired like, the videos? Because uh, I did the same thing as a kid, 10 years old. 100% in Living Color. Yeah. It was, it was like basically just pure ripoffs of In Living Color sketches. Like that's all we were really doing. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to be like Fire Marshal Bill. Right. And, so instead you're a police officer you know. doing the same impression. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, but I never, but no, it, like high school, I was fucking terrified of the thought of getting up on a stage and, you know, um, so, no, I'd never done any of it. And then in college, uh, I was a philosophy, anthropology major, and uh, really had no idea what I wanted to do with my life or my future. I was kind of just hanging out. Um, a f mutual friend, well, you knew Hillary, I think. Yeah. So a friend of mine was directing this play, was directing Suburbia by Eric Bogosian. She was very involved in the theater world. Um, she... <laughs> I, I don't know. She like saw me sort of, I was at like a party and I had like had a couple and I was sort of going off on one of my philosophical tangents. I was that annoying kid, you know, who had, I had seen waking life like one too many times and it was just like, you mm -hmm. know, would have a couple drinks and talk about philosophy at these parties. And, and that's sort of the guy from the play. So she was like, you, you're, you need to you come this audition part. and be this guy like you're, you know, and, and I was, and I didn't want to do it. And I was like, no, no, no. And so I didn't show up to the auditions and then I guess they didn't find anybody. And then they, she, so she begged me, finally went in. Um, she was like, you don't even have to, you know, like be off book. You just, just come in. And I literally, I think I walked into the audition and just like read the scenes. <laughs> like I, you know, it was like very low effort because, and it wasn't that I wasn't interested in it. I was just scared. I was very scared of the whole Thing. It just seemed terrifying to me. But anyway, um, they cast me. I don't think anybody involved in the process really wanted me, except for the director, the, my friend who was directing yeah. it, and she kind of was able to, uh, you know, uh, cast me. But meanwhile, he's he's been cast, Derek, here. Um, and it was pretty similar for me. I just... My so did you not audition either? My character was a partier, and that's what I did in real life. Just oh, and you were parties like, every weekend. And a mutual friend of ours, Brendan, was, uh, he pitched me to Hillary and he was like, this is the guy. Because I think she was trying to find people outside of the theater program. Yeah, I was in the theater program, but I wasn't a, um, that wasn't my major. I was taking as many classes as I could trying to, because I had a GI Bill and it was running out. And so I was like, let me get as much as I can. So mm -hmm. I just would only take theater classes. And Yeah, I, I shouldn't say I wasn't involved at all because I did take an acting class, uh, which scared the shit out of me. And that's actually how I met Hillary. Right. Uh, but it was an elective. It was just like, you have to take, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But uh, what made yeah, you, Hillary, what made you nervous way, about it? Like, it, was it doing things in front of people? Yes, yes. Like any sort of, especially when I was young, any kind of... Um, intense uh, attention, any kind of attention on me made me wildly uncomfortable, extremely anxious. Except if you're waxing poetic about philosophy yeah, with a you know, captive with audience. A, with yes. a couple liquid courage right. in my belly, yeah. maybe. But, um, but yeah, but see, no, but that, that was where it was different with my friends. And it kind of goes back to making the sketches when I was 10 years old, you know. It wasn't just about like having some beers at a party or something. With my friends, I was very... 
comfortable, you know, like we, that's where I could like yeah. be weird and like be myself or whatever, you know, whatever that means. But having attention on me when I was younger was, was wildly uncomfortable, but I had that weird, like, um, that weird, like <laughs> narcissistic dichotomy, I guess you'd call it where it's like deep down. I thought like, oh man, I'm so, I'm, I'm so interesting. You know, when, when I was, yeah. you know, when I was like in high school or whatever, like I have these interesting ideas and like people should pay attention to me, but I didn't want, but then it made me extremely uncomfortable if they did. You know? Yeah. Um, so that was fun to was your cross <laughs> to bear live in that. And then how does space. the play go? Um, Phenomenal. I think it was the best, uh, off, off university. Was yeah, that what because it? it wasn't even really like, uh, it wasn't like one of the main university shows. It was like, it was like the off Broadway of, of yeah, the university players is what it was called. Right. People that, and it was like sort of affiliated with the college, but it was kind of independently run. And, Kudos to Hillary. She cast very well because everybody from nearly everybody from that play went on to do some great things. Uh, one of the guys helped create a little website called The Chive. Mm-hmm. Another is the basically the most famous Indian actor, one of the top five in the world. Ranveer. Ranveer is going to listen to this. Ranveer. We're sending it Shout to his people. Shout out to Ranveer. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> but no, he's huge. he's like the Justin he's, Timberlake of India. Yeah, he's huge. and me and this feller. You know, we did all right. We, we did okay. We, uh, yeah, I got. I mean, Derek's us. doing this. We. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with my no, life. You know, look, I mean, yeah. When it comes to like, we made careers and lives out of this uh, world, uh, and really, you could sort of trace it back to that. Yeah, that's so that's right. wild because yeah. you know you have success. You you've been in a number of things. We'll get into that. Um, and do you stop every once in a while, besides talking about it right now, and say, "I, I can't believe I'm so reluctant oh, all, to do this." All the time, and now I, I, I can't believe it. All the time, and I try to uh, like stop thinking about that. Um, but yeah, so often I think about like what happened. Like y- you know, the human mind. And uh, just just people are so interesting, and I and I constantly think about how like the brain, especially I think in males, is developing until the age of twenty five or whatever. You know, you're you're literally. Oh, growing. is yours done? Because <laughs> I think mine's still going. I know yeah. Derek's. <laughs> Nothing. I've just been I've just been stuck for uh, fourteen years now. But no, you know, you. But I think about these things, and like you, we, people just change so so wildly, and. Uh, yeah, but but sometimes you need a catalyst for something like that to happen, and and I think you know suburbia was so big too because it was such a great experience because I made friends and was comfortable and all that. But it also it it, it was an opportunity for me to prove to myself that I could do this thing and that I really enjoyed it, and that it wasn't as terrifying as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It was still pretty fun terrifying but not as you know I, it wasn't crippling the way that i so once it's successful for you personally is it a quick leap to we're going to move to la because don't you got you guys moved <laughs> out mean, here together some, right so we did we, we hopped in a truck or did derek kidnap you <laughs> is that what happened he sidled up to the you whole... next <laughs> I, in a urinal no, and said we're moving to la Brother, slip me a drink. Uh, I don't remember the next two years. Actually, I, uh, I was aimlessly walking around the streets of Bloomington, and I think 
as one you does. You were throwing parties, and we started to actually be become friends. And I think one night you were at your party. You were like, I think uh, no, because then we shot a short film. Yeah, I we I made a short. It's um, phenomenal. On being you know, in and of the classroom. Give it a give it a YouTube search. Thank you, thank you for putting <laughs> that up on the. See, oh I my god, have, dude! I'm not I'm not tech savvy. That, it did change would. my life. There's a lot of you know things you think is right about acting, and then when you start doing it, you're like, oh, that's it's not acting at all. <laughs> I remember the camera would point at me, and I was like, i got to memorize this face I'm giving right now because the, the camera angle is going to go over there, so I have to memorize this face so that when I turn left, that face will be the exact same. And hey, I do it not, in the movie. That's not what I still do that. I, I come up with each facial expression for every for every, every camera. moment. Every, camera every moment. And, like yeah, memorized. I memorized. Okay, we can, we can move forward. <laughs> I actually have them do st- have storyboards up behind the camera of what my face is supposed to look like in each line. That's how I work. And it <laughs> ended up being the first movie on IMDb yeah, that, that we had done. First, and so it actually was... And you could put those things up yourself, right? On IMDb. <laughs> Come to find out. <laughs> right? It's like, Eric's like, but, but by the way, it's not By the way, real, it's edited not by... Not actually a real... I'm learning this credit. right now. There's no... <laughs> like, is there a person who works for IMDb who is paid him look, who's looking around being like, okay, that belongs on here, that doesn't Absolutely belong on here? Not. Yeah. No. I thought something had to happen. Maybe. I don't... I don't maybe you just upload to the... T- I, I don't know. But... But it, but it no, was a moment, but, but a milestone for sure. Yeah, but no, I, I uh, the the leap was surprisingly quick because again, I had no real plan for my future. I, you know, I was a philosophy major. What right. The fuck you yeah. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna become a lawyer. Uh, the 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 next step was to go to more school, which I really didn't want to do. Um, so after meeting this guy and you know doing the play, it was kind of like, well, shit, I. Why not? You know, and then I think, yeah, somewhere along, you know, the, the idea of L.A. came up and we, it so, was like a very it was like a no brainer. Do your parents go from the initial disappointment of you're a philosophy major to the <laughs> I've just been severe bottom to I'm moving to L.A. with D-Bone <laughs> and we're going to act? Or are they supportive or they live, you live know, your life? I, I was raised by my grandmother. Um, and one of the finest grandmothers I might She's add. fantastic. She's. Uh, I'd put her at number one. She's amazing. Phyllis. Yeah. Love, love you, Grandma. Is um, she alive? She, oh, she's alive. Yeah, okay, she's, I'm just checking, because some yeah, people no, will absolutely. say, you know, love you, Dad, and oh, but he's been gone for you years. Totally, and I'm totally like, then why? <laughs> he's not <laughs> yeah. a listener. Yeah. May he's, I? He's past tense, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. May yeah. I throw in just one little Phyllis moment? Uh, please. Every you, time you I see whole, her, you, you need to get Phyllis in here. Actually. I know that, Phyllis is going to be our next guest. Episode. Every time I see Phyllis, she grabs my cock. <laughs> is that true? One hundred percent. Really? I look to the left. I'm like, hey, is she honey, nearsighted. Oh! Is she nearsighted. <laughs> oh no, she's coming at you real hard every time. <laughs> she's just reaching and, uh, for her purse. Her uh, yeah, whatever. It is one of the most <laughs> incredible things <laughs> that I've ever experienced with it. Somebody else's grandmother yeah she's she's it's never gone further oh good <laughs> she's vulgar not not the most me too friendly no person. no not you know? if she's just uh, she's asked my wife if she's been sucking my dick enough is that true straight to her face wow yeah and very i know annie's enough. answer <laughs> <laughs> this is where i come from this is the uh this is the this real is, america but phyllis the, does yeah. bring it out in me and it is i love it i love it 
No, I'm glad we got that little bit of background because to answer your question, like, no, there was no real, you know, she was, <laughs> nobody in my family had ever really gone to college before. So she, I think she was just like thrilled that I, you know, wasn't, wasn't, uh, we're going to win drop out of high school. So I, I think at that point she was like, right, it's all gravy, whatever. Right. Yeah, like do you've taken a know. step further than yeah. any of us have. Yeah. She was also for some reason convinced that I was, she, she told me this later <laughs> that I was, that I was going to become a priest when I was a child. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You, you have know. that vibe. So yeah, very, yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. And what is that vibe? It's a good, there? it's the good hair and the, and the thin, facial hair you've got going for the listeners at home i've got i've got good hair yeah and uh and thin yeah. facial hair you do I feel guess. comfortable around you you know an important quality for a i felt comfortable immediately to be like hey, yeah we're gonna be best friends buddy hey how you doing that's so right that's his brother great, that's his great gift and and uh and yeah gift i mean you you make people very comfortable and I've so always... then you roll yeah Right, like I think you were like, "Hey, let's do a podcast," you... and you were like, "I was like, okay." And then here we here we are. And, are. See, and yeah. you say yes. You, you say do yes to shit. You and know that it's a quality that I really uh, admire and envy in you because I'm kind of a no person. I'm like, and for and I don't even think of, it's like my knee jerk reaction is to be like, "No, no, I'm not gonna." No. So man. it's interesting because I think the first time I met Derek, we went out to dinner a few couples. Um, and we went to this nice restaurant and, uh, I'm very, um, I don't know how to put this, but I, I don't like eating with people. <laughs> I don't want to deal with all their food stuff. And then they want to share. And then yeah, the goddamn share. waitress comes over and says, our concept is for everybody to share. And I'm like, oh, what a concept. <laughs> and, you know, it's the only existing concept. right uh, now. Yeah. That's the only it. one. Yeah. And I love when they say, I don't know if you know. But uh, we want you to order 42 things. You're going to get a small bite of each one. And your bill will be $400 a couple. And so, but uh, they had a tasting menu. And and I'm like, oh, my God. So here's like a five-course thing I can eat by myself. But like, am I going to order the tasting menu? And everybody else is going to order shit to share. And everybody started ordering stuff to share. But I'm like... Derek, you're going to do this tasting menu? And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I could have said anything, <laughs> yes. and he was in for it. Oh, fuck yeah. Is I the, had uh, researched the tasting menu. Yeah. Before, oh, and I my God. don't do that. But it made me so much more comfortable <laughs> because it got me over, you know. That's what he that does. bullshit. All my anxiety. Been like, have you always been, an, one, an oh, fuck yeah guy, and two, always made people comfortable? I feel like I know the answers to these, but. I, I'm sure there was a significant moment where something shifted, but it, it was probably listening to the doors a lot because he was always talking about death and it's always around the corner. And I was like, I, I need to say yes to things because death is right around the corner. And that was at 11 or 12. I think it's deeper than that. I think it's growing up on a used car lot and listening to salespeople say, say yes to ah. this car. And it, it, that word gets ingrained. Maybe that will come out in the TV show. Maybe. We'll see. That that's the first thing that pops in my mind when I think about it. But I'm sure there's been some philosophy that's tapped into my brain. Well, do we have like, a philosophy major we can ask? <laughs> I don't know. So you guys move out I, to I don't LA. Know psychologists can penetrate those depths. <laughs> he he let me borrow seven hundred dollars day one, 
I didn't have enough money to jump in. We buy heroin? What we? <laughs> I had, Listen, we just rolled in LA. I need $700 stat. That was the rent. You question. had to pay first month and first month and yeah. last month or something. And it was six hundred. It was $333 because I was split in the room. Five of so us in a three-bedroom down off of Crenshaw. And so he let me borrow $700. I owed him $700 for about three and a half years. <laughs> I'd pay him back and be like, and Fuck. I never, I never <laughs> thought twice about it. And but the, and again, this is but that was a is, lot of money. The genius of your making people comfortable. Not many people. I would have been like, yeah, here you go. You was That's, like, yeah, didn't think twice. I never about thought it. about that. Yeah. So when you get so, do you start jumping into auditions? Do you oh, look to man. do plays? That was a great time. Yeah, the, the, those early months in that first year were were so fun. But yeah, yeah, no, we we hit the ground running. We immediately were like, let's figure this out. And we knew nobody. We, we came, there were five of us that came together. So Derek and I drove. We literally got into a truck and drove together. One guy that we went to college with from IU had arrived like a month or two early. He his brother lived here, and that was literally his brother was literally the only the only person we knew. Photographer. Uh, Derek had never been to Los Angeles. You had never no. been. Be- seen I had the just city. listened to the Doors. You just yeah, did everything you and knew. I was like, they guess from the it. Doors and unauthorized Motley Crue biographies. There you uh, go. <laughs> uh, that's, that was that oh, was your yeah. that was your uh, picture of L.A. Um, you know, I had I had vi- I had been here. I took a road trip with a buddy of mine when I was like eighteen, and we drove out here. I was here for two days or whatever, but. Um, <clears throat> We, and then we had two other friends who kind of came like in the weeks after. So there were five of us living in this three-bedroom apartment on Crenshaw. And uh, we, yeah, so Derek and I were like, the, we were the two actors of the group. We were, yeah. we were the two of the five that wanted to be There actors. was an editor and a cameraman and then a wannabe writer. Well, yeah. Finance. He, but well, ends up becoming. When he came, he want, yeah, he wanted to be a writer and yeah. he did. And he, he, he and now succeeded. He's, um, but, uh, we, we were so, we were ready, but we had no fucking idea what we were doing. So it was like yeah, headshots. We knew that. Like we got to get headshots. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know. So, uh, Zach Lip, Nate Lip's brother was a photographer and he's like, I'll fucking do it. And we dove in. You, and you it, I mean, I put, you know, I, and I thought like. I got to wear a suit. I was uh-huh. I had this like purple button down shirt. I, I don't even know. I, I don't and know. we it shared was, that purple button down yeah, shirt it for was, the photos. Uh, we we're like, this is the, this is the shirt. This is what's <laughs> going to get us a job right here. We were totally. Wait, so in your headshot, you're both wearing the same button down <laughs> shirt. I'm going to bring up this photo and we'll make it the, uh, the picture that we share this episode with. The purple shirt, you know, the, now that I'm thinking about it, there's so, because it's a ridiculous shirt. It looks like something that you'd wear. Uh, it's almost like a. It, it's like a, uh, like a period shirt. Like if I'm doing like an. 80s, like a Jane Austen. My, no, oh, no, it's almost like it's like. No, more it's a like Van Heusen. Miami. It was a Van Heusen dress shirt that you would pick up. <laughs> I love that you remember the brand. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like if yeah, I like if Value I was going to walk into shit. Miami Vice, this okay. would maybe be a thing. But I wasn't. I was wearing it because I was like, this looks fucking good. Yeah. I look great in this shirt. And this and this shirt will make everybody look great. <laughs> you should wear it also, Derek, in your headshot. Yeah, and I was like, you're fucking um, right. Anyway, we were clueless, but we were very excited to like attack the city. So we were going out every night. We were just like trying, you know, we were exploring. I was very curious about Los Angeles, and and Derek was right there, right there with me. I mean, the two of us together. And 
you know, honestly, a little bit more so than our roommates and love all those guys. We're still friends with all of them. They've all done great. But in those early days, you know what they would of... say? No. <laughs> then I would that... say, fuck yeah. You. See, yeah. he made me a, oh, fuck yeah guy. I was a no guy also. But when I was around Derek, I'd become a, I'd become an oh, fuck yeah The guy. only time I'd say no is when I didn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> Which was often, but... You know, you still said yes, even when you didn't have money. Dude, I had a, I, I this is a episode about you, but the story of the, the scooter mm. and driving to, um, background work, that is like the <laughs> bottom of my no, like, fuck yeah. I would say fuck yeah in the worst conditions possible. Derek didn't have a car when we moved to LA 16 years ago, um, and quickly realized, oh, this isn't, I need transportation. So you got what you could get. My brother for Christmas gave me the cheapest scooter you could buy. Like a Vespa? $700 Vespa. Everything $700. It was called. Like, everything. It was. $100. It was $700. And it was, a, it was called a Buddy. What does that mean? And it was 50cc. So it only went, I think, 23 miles per hour on a good day. Oh, nice. 28 going downhill. I would wake up every morning. He would, we would work these shifts at this restaurant, and we'd work breakfast shifts. And I'd wake up often to to him trying to go to work and just just vroom pop 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 vroom pop pop. It would go on for twenty minutes, and I would just be laughing in my bed. Just the fuel gauge didn't work, so every once in a while I'd run out of gas. His spare tire was a pair of running shoes. Yeah. Uh, but you took that thing oh, down yeah. to Redondo Beach. You drove that son of a bitch down the well, down That's downhill. <laughs> yeah, you so there's some getting uphill. there was no problem. There was some <laughs> he uphill. He was like, I'm not going to have to, I'll figure and out. And I had to, to leave at four in the morning, and it was 37 degrees. To do work for what, like $60 for like the day? For a show called Wedding Bells. It lasted one season. Great show. Uh, Great show. <laughs> Great background actor. So that so. was, you know, we were we were sort of willing to do to it all, do whatever. So yeah. when do you get your first big thing? So I so pretty quickly I uh, met my who would become my uh, commercial agent and manager. The guy he he's still he's still my manager to this day. Love him. Uh, he and this was you know fifteen years ago. Uh, he ran a commercial agency, which was very successful, and he he had this sort of like startup management company at the time that he was doing too. Met him socially quickly, like within a few months, um, and he took you know he took a chance on me. He's like, yeah, well, but see, this is where I was at too because I was so like I still had a, a, this idea that I was going to be like a serious actor, right? And so commercials didn't fit in that picture. When I first met with him, he was like. Uh, He's like, yeah, you know, I'll take you on commercially, uh, theatrically on the management side. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Yeah. And I had just gotten a great commercial agent. That's what had happened that day. I went home depressed because I was like, I don't. The dream's over. Like, I don't. I'm yeah, going to be want, doing commercials. Like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, and I, but luckily I didn't say no. You know, I was smart enough to at least be like, all right, we'll see where this goes. So. I started auditioning for commercials and eventually started booking a few, and that was great. Because beer was, commercial? Did you get a beer commercial? I never got. Uh, I never did a beer commercial. Oh. No, that was this guy's realm. 
man. Yeah. And I can't. This, that took I, him all. What I, any success I had in commercials pales in comparison to what he was doing in commercials. Did it take you 42 auditions to get your first? Oh, at least. I mean, I auditioned I th- for... I, th- I thought we counted. I think a year and a half for commercials. So before, that's, or a year. Uh, and what's the first commercial you got? Match.com. Oh, nice. Match.com. Yeah. Now, this was... It, it, oh jeez, I'm seeing there's Derek's the headshot. Oh, is that your headshot? That was the first sh- thing that we took, thinking it was a headshot. That's there's the Miami Vice purple shirt. <laughs> then we come um, to find out after he gets with uh, his commercial agency how to actually take a headshot. Yeah, because I brought in the Miami Vice headshots, and my agent was like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever show me that again." <laughs> he pulled out a little di- uh, digital camera. This was back in, you know, people didn't really have cameras on their phones. Uh, he pulled out a little digital camera in the office and he was like, "I'm just going to take a picture of you right now sitting here and that's what I'm going to use to submit you." And that's what he did. And then so I ran home and I was like, "Derek, we don't have to wear purple shirts and, <laughs> and, and like that, stand next to foliage." And we it can, blew you know, my mind. Yeah. And I, like he was like, "Just shot. take a deep it's, breath. It's so weird. Let I, it out, and I'll take a photo." And we we're like, "Holy shit, these are amazing! <laughs> <laughs> these don't look anything like a couple of pedophiles <laughs> in Van Heusen purple." And you still, but I mean, this this uh, method you use to this day, your, oh, yeah. your current. Headshot for your <laughs> commercial is that agency is in is in your car. Oh, yeah, right? uh, yeah. I, my commercial agent was like, "Is this a picture, a selfie of you in your truck?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "You've booked three commercials with a selfie in your truck with your what the? F- Only you could fucking do this." Yeah, I we're gonna like, put headshot photographers out of business. That's right. Uh, no, so you know, you I, get so the Match.com commercial. So I got the Match.com commercial, was in, which was a totally insane experience. Because this isn't like it's not like a testimonial commercial. It's not that. It's still probably like maybe the coolest commercial I've ever done. Yeah, it was this it very was sort of like artistic, creative uh, montage of this really fun, cool date, right? And it's all so it's like fictional, right? And then and it's just this sort of beautiful montage and then just at the very end it just says match.com you know so it's like selling the idea of this is what you can have yeah um but my my agent was like they kind of do want to see real couples so i'm just going to pair you up with this other girl that i have in my on my not board. just another girl she was she was amazing she was fantastic she was fantastic but she's kind of like a rock and roll who was she? model uh, i don't know if we i don't know if i should say she was. She's great. She's just. She's like just successful, and she's like doing doing stuff. But it, the circumstances of the job were strange, and so that's. So I'll. So I'll tell you. So we. Um, so I didn't know her. We got paired up, uh, but we had to pretend like we were a real couple. Like we had to go into the. We had literally just met, and my agent was like, "They kind of just sort of like act like you're a real couple." So we walk into the audition room for this commercial we had literally just met minutes ago and they're like you know so how long have you guys been together what do you like to do for fun together and we're just like improvising on the fly and it's just working it's weird it's like we're just sort of on the same page and we're coming up with shit and, and sort of bouncing back and forth and um i had never booked anything to this point and i'm and i'm just sort of rolling with it and uh, we kind of had this immediate, really nice chemistry. So we walk out and we're like, that was weird. I don't know. Probably never see you again. Bye. And then, you know, we get the call a couple days later that you booked the job. So then we have to show up on set and still pretend to be 
yeah. a real couple. <laughs> so are you guys saying. like, let's move in together for a couple weeks? <laughs> Still, let's let's get. I mean, this is a reality show, yeah. uh, a dating show on Netflix. I think right yeah, now. Right, right. Well, we did end up we did end up dating actually uh, for a brief period of time afterward. Um, but uh, it was totally bizarre because it was right in the beginning. You know, this is like, we, well, I, I mean, we had been here maybe a year and a half or something. But anyway. Um, got that commercial, started, you know, getting some commercial work, which was good. Uh, and, and when then, he came home to tell the household, it was like he won the Super Bowl. So he comes those, home and it's like, holy shit, we can do this. It yeah. was like the first moment where it was a, I, uh, I, I got a job and they gave me a woman and you get, yeah. And they gave <laughs> you a it's woman. amazing. <laughs> It was sort of Hollywood's it, the best. That was kind of, yeah. It was sort of exactly. And it did put a lot of fuel into the. No, you're right, and tank. that's what was so wonderful about those early days was that like we could come home to that group of five, <laughs> and we all did sh- sort of share these stories and the su- these successes. We kind of like gather around the proverbial like, fireplace, yeah, yeah exactly, the night, or the you know the the fire, and say like. This is what happened. Oh my God, that's crazy. That you know, yeah. it's like, and it did start to feel like uh, this is you could you could do it. You could yeah. you know it was a real it was a real thing. Um, yeah. But uh, but anyway, so the, so but my commercial agent eventually, not that long after, was like, yeah, you know, let's let's uh, let's try the theatrical side. I'll start sending you out on some theatrical auditions, film and television stuff. Uh, I didn't have an agent or anything, but he was going to be my manager. And uh, he was my manager. And uh, after about a year and a half, um, I, I booked like a recurring, it was like a co-star on a TV show on the CW. It was called Privileged. Um, and uh, yeah, and then, and then it was weird because it, it was like a year and a half of auditioning and not getting anything. And then I got mm. Privileged. And then it was like sort of rapid fire, like uh, these jobs just sort of yeah. kept popping up. Once you get in nice. that door. Um, yeah. How long does Privilege last for? Well, I I think it was one season. I think yeah. I did like four episodes, and it was, I think it only lasted a season. Yeah. And he and had to say a line, you look good, Rose. And I remember it just being this poignant piece where he was like, I would never, the director was like, you need to say it like this. My first day on set, this is my first day ever on a television show. I have one fucking line that day. One line. That's all I'm my girlfriend walks into the room and I say, "You look good, Rose," because we're get, we're dressing up and we're and we're uh, even as I say it now, I can't. It's like gives me anxiety. <laughs> but I say she walks in and I say something like, "You look good, Rose." You know, whatever. And uh, the director's <laughs> like, "Cut! Uh, no, no, say it like this. You look good, Rose." And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So you had never seen a show on the CW, I take I, it, right? No, I didn't. <laughs> missed missed uh, that that channel. Didn't have that back in uh, back in with my bunny years in Indiana. Uh, uh, <laughs> and so he gave me this line reading, and I said it, and it was it was like kind of devastating. I ju- I was just so. I was like nervous and I didn't know what was in the cameras in my face. And so I just say it and I didn't. And, and everything you read about acting was the opposite of that. Sure. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I'm coming in with these ideas and I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm going to be, you know, my one fucking line on the show. But then we all watched, but, and then, you know, TV is a quick turnaround. So the episode aired like a month later or something. And we all watched it at our apartment. And I have the one line in that episode because I didn't have more until the next episode or whatever. And then I say that one line and it sounds so fucking 
stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and the you place, look good, And the Rose. place just erupts because yeah. we had like friends come over. It was, you know, it was yeah. a big deal. It was like, I was like 24 or whatever. And we still say it 15 it, years from 15 now. 15 years later. Yeah. So. How were his uh, facial expressions during that scene? Did he hold? Were they, I think were you, they you held the Andy, but the, you, the words were not you. Do you, uh, <laughs> do, when you walk onto the set of I, where do I put my facial cue cards? Yeah, I, I, so that's the first. Well, I have that's all worked out beforehand with my people. Yeah, my people, people take care people. of that. They, you know, they send them over. They make sure they're <laughs> we, all. Uh, we love Andrew. We want him for this. Okay, but here's the one thing: he's gonna need facial cue cards. Yeah, yeah. They've got to be posted around. He's the writer. Yeah. And now. as I get older, they gotta now. be bigger. You know, the eyesight's starting to go. You gotta. Mm-hmm. The, I need them. I need them. Two X. Not just live. Yeah. I need them like <laughs> big. So Ooh. when does so you, you book this? You, it's coming rapid fire. So when does Greek come along? Yeah, it was shortly after that. It was all it, that was within uh, months. Really, it was all it was all really quick. So how exciting privileged. was it to book that show? Well, <laughs> or or not because they're like it's a new show, comedy drama, ABC, and you're like, and they're like family, <laughs> and you're like, oh, right, so. Exactly. Missed it a little bit. No, no. I, so, you know, at the time, it was a guest star, right? It was another recurring guest star. And I had done, I'd been doing a couple of those. And so it wasn't like, oh my God, this is huge. It was kind of like, cool, here, here's another one. Here's another job. You know, let's see what this is all about. And I was still just kind of getting my feet wet. Um, I was, at the same time, I was doing this like web series by from Josh Schwartz, which was supposed to be this big thing. WB.com was making Rockville. it, and everybody thought like it was called Rockville, CA, and everybody thought. And it was know, cool. This was, was and this was kind cool. of at the dawn of like web-based right. content, and so everybody thought like, oh, this is going to blow up. This is going to be the next big thing, and there were good people behind it. So I was, I was like really excited about that actually, because I was literally shooting these things at the same time, and. So I got Greek, and Greek was seemed exciting. It was like this young show and whatever. Um, but and ABC, I, ABC Family does those really well, they, totally, actually. I mean, totally. like, and they were doing Secret Life of the American Teenager at yeah. the same time, and you know some of this stuff. Uh, and so I showed up, and it was just sort of like another job. Um, but so I wasn't thinking too much about it. But my first, I go to the table read for my first episode. And the casting director is like, I want to introduce you to the the woman that you're going to be playing opposite. You're going to be playing her love interest. And she introduces me to uh, Amber Stevens, uh, who, who becomes your who wife. Later became Amber Stevens West. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Derek, can uh, I, I'm going to pause. Do you think that does not matter what he books, they're setting him up for relationships. <laughs> and you're like, you, you start arriving to set for, for a Miller Lite commercial being like, where, where yeah, is yeah. the lady the, that you're setting the, me up they're with? They're just hooking me up with dudes. Dudes that drink beer. <laughs> that, and that's how you meet uh, you got that vibe, BTS, that's right? How that's how you meet BTS. That's oh, who they, yeah. that's I mean, who they hook you up you with. Guys, you've had, you've had yeah. quite the bromance over the I'm over surprised the years, I'm married too. with So he child. gets Amber Stevens <laughs> and you get... Brian Thomas Smith. Yeah, that's not bad. It's you not did, bad. You didn't do bad either. Yeah. He's no. a beautiful man. He is. BTS. Also good hair. Great um, hair. Great hair. So you, <laughs> so you meet Amber. Thicker beard, too, probably. Beautiful man. Yeah. Than I've got. No, I think he's got some patches. Does he have yeah. some patches? I have to maybe, think about maybe it. Maybe fewer grays than I have, too. Yeah. We'll look at one of those ridiculous videos where he opens a package. 
on the internet. It's ridiculous. His cameo, though, is $75 right now. Really? Holiday special. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sale. Maybe I'll get that. Look up BTS. Um, so you meet Amber on set. So I meet Amber. That, and I, I was, li- you know, this isn't really hyperbole, and I'm not just sad. I, I was really speechless I was because I didn't look anybody up you know I, I wasn't like googling people before I just sort of showed up and, and I didn't know who I'd be working with and I was just blown away and she was so friendly I mean she's just like that's just she's know. a di- walking Disney princess and, you know she was so and she was a series regular on the show she was like yeah. one of the main characters and she's like oh my god nice to meet you we're so you know happy to have you whatever and uh, I was like uh, yeah yeah this is great <laughs> Um, and we didn't really, you know, and then we took our seats, we did the table read. I didn't talk to her anymore that day, but then I showed up to my first day at work and my entire day was with her. It was like five scenes with just her. Um, and we just hung out all day. And then the, the day ended with this scene where we have to kiss and stuff. And it was just this weird sort of like magical day for me. And I, and I was falling in love quickly with this girl. I mean, she was just everything that I, you know, sort of. Imagined and more. Well, yeah, and, but, yeah. But I was also like, I don't. I, this is literally my first day. What's happening? So I'm trying to kind of play it cool. Um, but I ended up, you know, they told me when I got that job, like two, maybe three episodes, and then it turned into twelve. Um, so I ended up working on the show for about a year, about a season uh, yeah. as a recurring guest star. Did you uh, get any fame from that? Recognized at all? No, no. Well, you know. So at the time, it wasn't like being on that show was like getting me work. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't. Oh, don't. No. Yeah. He got recognized. There was a time we went down Hollywood Boulevard and we're sitting there having tacos. And this girl comes down and she goes, hey, I live upstairs. That's right. She was like. And she just kind of looked at him and he was like. Uh, could she have been a sex worker? <laughs> could have been. Yeah, the way that was described. I had never like, experienced Eric's that. Eric's like, actually, that happens to me every yeah, time. Yeah, every time I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. Probably the same woman. It was it was really really fun to I see that. I do remember the time that you're because she did she came down and she was like you you're Fisher from yeah. from uh, Greek and that was my character's name right Max yeah, Max Fisher Fisher yeah I, oh <laughs> who's Max. <laughs> I think I, Max I, was, that a I love how he knows all the character names too. Privileged, I think. But the, and then, <laughs> but she was like, yeah, "Are you Fisher?" And then she was, "Yeah." And, and we were like, oh, "We're we're good." Yeah. We're good. We're well, I see me go to, to the Grove. You know, that's um, where a lot of people who watch ABC Family spend yeah, their right. time. No, you and, have these. There are these pockets because, like, yeah. these days, like, I don't. This doesn't happen to me a lot. It happens to my wife way more than it ever happens to me. When we go to Disneyland, no, oh, it's over. That's where I because I did Once Upon a Time, yeah, which is you know it's all the Disney characters, absolutely. And, stuff. and these and apparently you know you you uh, uh, if you're a fan of the show, you're, you live you're at going, Disney. You're li- you live at Disneyland, so that's yeah. like so you're right. So you have these pockets, but. Um, but no, I didn't. So there were times that was the first time I would ever kind of get recognized was off of that show. But it wasn't happening a lot or anything. And in terms of jobs, it wasn't really translating into a ton of work. Um, but uh, but it was work though. That was like steady work. That yeah. was the first time where I was like, damn, I'm you know, I'm showing up to set regularly. And I was a guest star. I mean, I was getting paid not a lot of money, but to me, it was a lot of money back then. You know. Um, so I was kind of just like coasting on that, but it didn't it didn't feel like a huge break or anything. You know, it was just a job at that point. And um, and then does that lead directly to The Walking Dead? 
No, no, no. So, so you got an Apple commercial, right? Yeah, I was still doing commercials, and I had some good. You know, I, I got a couple good ones that were good financially, and then I, you know, I was just doing the. I, I did a couple pilots. That's what it was. Yeah, and and see, this was the funny thing too, because when we came to L.A., Derek was the funny one. He was like comedy was his wheelhouse all day long. And then again, like I mentioned, I, I was like, I'm going to be a serious actor, you know, whatever, whatever that meant in my 22 year old mind. But I imagined myself doing drama like that's just where I thought my strong suit was. So but what happened was, is I started booking these multicam pilots. So I so I think it was like 2010 or something. I booked like the second lead on this family multicam for ABC. Uh, it was the first pilot that I had ever did. It was called Who Gets the Parents? And it's about these, uh, um, uh, Jane Kaczmarek and Adam Arkin play these parent, these, uh, this couple who splits up later in life and then their grown children have to figure out like how to mm. sort of take care of them or whatever. Um, and so, so I booked this multicam pilot and then I was, it, it, it was, it seemed like an anomaly. It didn't get picked up. The next year, I booked the lead of another multicam pilot, this time for NBC. Um, Shit my dad says? No, that was a guest star. so many. Uh, but, and then I was doing guest stars. Okay. The Shit My Dad Says is based off of that the Twitter. Twitter account. Yeah. 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 Justin see, Halpern, I think his name is. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. It, they made the show with uh, William Shatner. And, right. Um, but it's interesting to think back on that, though, because in terms of the comedy... Multicam, you know, there's something about it that's, it's almost like, uh, you can almost approach it like a math equation, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, beat, you know, line, punchline, like beat, beat, joke, whatever. Right. And so I could look at the script and sort of, you know, know how to hit these beats and how to make these lines funny, but I'm not, I was never the kind of guy who could just like improvise and like be super funny. That was not my, you know, not my strong suit. So I think that's maybe why... I had a little bit of success in the multicam world uh, because of the because of the format of it, um, but that didn't get picked up either. So I'm doing these pilots; they're not getting picked up, um, and I'm kind of just like doing the actor thing, trying to get guest stars, trying to get commercials. And then it was just an audition that came up for The Walking Dead. It's like super secretive; they don't give you any um, scripts or anything. Yeah. Like even the audition sides are fake, you know. Uh, and so I just went in and read for casting and then like a week later they were like, yeah, you got it. We're going to fly you to Atlanta in two days or something. And I still didn't know what my character was. I didn't know anything, you know? Um, and then flew to Atlanta. The showrunner called me into the office. I was like doing fittings and stuff. Still didn't know what I was going to, who I was going to be on the show. And, uh, and then, and then he kind of gave me the breakdown and told me what, what, and, what I was And, and then when you, <laughs> and then when you think about serious acting yeah. and now you're in a... <laughs> post-apocalyptic <laughs> zombie and and you're the leader of the group that eats people yes I think and they're we... like i think i found the serious yes, <laughs> exactly man it that really was my th i was like sitting in my uh well when i did the first episode i was still in a hotel i later moved into an apartment there but i remember sitting in my hotel thinking these exact thoughts like this is what i this is what I came here to do. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to be the weird. Uh, and, and the walking dead at the time, you know, it, it is starting to hit heights that no other show is hitting. Yeah. Right, right at that time. Yeah. This was season four. Right. Guys, this might four. have to be a two parter conversation. Cause we have hit mm. 
the wall. Oh, cool. have we? Or at least I've hit my wall. You guys can <laughs> keep talking. He's like, I gotta go this. celebrate my daughter's birthday at school. Yeah, that's right. You gotta. So should we should we pause here? I think we might have to do a two parter with Andy if he'll have us. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. You know, if you because you got a lot more to discuss. I won't be offended if we don't need to. But uh, you know, I'm you know. I'm so gonna... should we call this part one? I think we call this part one. And then we have to figure... Is this abbreviated for you guys in terms of time? Like, how long are you... We normally go about an hour, and that's what we did today. Oh, shit. And uh, Man, that was fast. You know, we have been getting some compliments. They're like, I feel like we're in the room with you when you're discussing... Who says that? Just just my wife. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's a couple people that have said it. And I was like, oh... Okay, good, because that's what we've been trying to do. Yeah, sure. And that, and I was a little more aware of it today, and I was, yeah. All right, so this is a good, good stopping point because I want to get. Andy's always around. We, well, we can... Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have anything. Spoiler, have anything. spoiler he alert! He's, he's doing nothing now. Walking Dead ended a long time ago. He's not busy. <laughs> he's no, no. He's uh, oh, he's always been a part of my life, and he always will be. Okay, I don't know what that Brother. means. I will say, oh it, fuck yeah, to that. It all started with a urinal. So <laughs> let's, because uh, then Derek's going to do this birthday party, and then he drives. Oh, this happens every week. He drives to Lake Arrowhead <laughs> to fidget whim. with stuff, and then comes back. I just build furniture for my wife. That's the yeah. yeah. That's my rent these days. Yeah. All right, so we're going to end this. And say it's not a settled matter. No, which is usually what we say we're at the gonna, end. We're going to keep everybody we're, on edge. We're going to say part know. one, and then we're going to pick it up in part two and dive and deep we'll, into to termi- Terminus and The Walking Dead. Or I disappear forever and never, never. <laughs> well, never. I, this is actually the last time Derek does yeah. see me. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, do, do, stay at your house. Stay safe. Stay safe. Because we need to pick this up. Yeah, I'm going to go lock myself yeah. in my room. Derek, you let me know when you're back from Arrowhead, fidgeting with your devices. Great. And, uh, and then you let me know when I can I think come he's out. literally moving a piano up there. I am. I'm moving it's a insane. piano. It sounds like a thing. Yeah. I don't know how he's fitting it on that scooter. And since uh, I think this is going to come out after our anniversary, so we can talk about it, I'm decorating the entire house with Christmas stuff because it's our 10th anniversary. So I'm going. I've only known you for a year. You definitely yeah, it's can, not our tenth right? anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I Have appreciate you the effort. Is it hit a year? Have you guys hit a year? That we've known each other. Yeah. Too? yeah, I think so. First anniversary. Oh yeah, because our daughters were in class last year. First anniversary yeah. come and gone for Derek. Fucking Harry. A, man. Well, I look forward to seeing what you have planned for me. You're welcome. <laughs> and Andrew, thank you for coming hey, on. Thank you guys. We'll thank have you, you hey, back. We'll see you soon. And then yeah, very to, soon. To, and we'll just be continued. Yeah, well, whatever. I'll do that. I love it. Mumbling. Great. (laughs) Ideas are brewing. (laughs) Great.